0: It's wonderful to be here. I, I, uh, you know, I go around to different churches uh, and cover Sundays, and I've been all over the diocese, and like a parent, I can never say who's my favorite child, <laughs> but you are. <laughs> okay. O, come, o come, Emmanuel. That's a... Uh, that's a beautiful hymn. Isn't it? It's a hauntingly beautiful hymn. It's the, often the anthem that is sung during Advent, and that's where we are. Welcome to Advent, the new year. And growing up, I used to love Advent because we had the Advent calendar, and we—this uh, is before they started commercializing them. But uh, we, we uh, as kids, there was four kids, and we were always excited when it was our turn to go into the kitchen where the Advent candle was uh, uh, hanging from the refrigerator and try to find our day. And it was always exciting, and we are always hoping, you you know, we wanted December 24th or we wanted December 25th. It's like, you know, if it was, we got excited about it, all right? So Advent was an exciting time. And um, Advent is the season, as you all know, that we prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus, while at the same time preparing for his return. And Advent, if you don't know this yet, it means arrival. And it comes from the Latin word Adventus. And that's a perfect word. It's a perfect word because in Roman times, the celebration of a leader, of the emperor or a general, some great royal leader, uh, the celebration of the birthday was called Adventus. But Adventus also had another meaning. It was also the glorious entry of a victorious general or an emperor, the glorious entry back into the capital city after a great victory, returning back home. It's a perfect word. Adventist. It captures both the celebrating the birth, but also looking forward to that that glorious entry. But let's let's look at this. Let's uh, let's look at like the birth. Why? You know, the question is, why did Jesus come? He prepared for his birth. That's a good question for us to ask. Why? Well, why did he come? Why did God become man? Well, we proclaim the answer every Sunday in the reading of the Nicene Creed, "For us and for our salvation, He came down from heaven. He came because we need a savior. We need to be saved from sin and to be saved from death. We need forgiveness. We need healing. But in order to receive the forgiveness and the healing, we have to first recognize our situation. Be aware of the seriousness of our, our illness. Aware of our brokenness. And that's why Advent is looked at as a penitential season. Because it is a time really to sit and think about, it's wonderful that Jesus came but also to reflect on why did he come he came because we needed him he came because we're broken but i got to be honest with you <laughs> as uh, i see advent as both a penitential time with with joyful expectation and preparation to be joyful during this time. It's not supposed to be gloomy. When you think of penitential, that's what I think of gloomy. Not supposed to be gloomy at all. We're preparing for celebrating that uh, Jesus Christ came into the world. And he, this is a great, this is what I mean by um, it being both penitential but joyful expectation. I have a uh, dear friend of mine who. Uh, he is like one of the healthiest people that I know. He eats well, pretty much a vegetarian diet he uh, He runs he lifts weights he 's a little older than me and i uh, just did everything right. but as he 's running, uh, he was just noticing more and more that his it just felt funny his heart felt funny he wasn 't exactly sure what it was it didn 't hurt, but it felt funny and as soon as he stopped running, he would uh, the, that feeling would go away. So he decided wisely to go see a cardiologist and discovered that he had basically a 90% blockage within his heart. He became aware of his dire situation. But at the same time, something could be done. And something was done. The stint was put into, uh, into him and a life was saved. For him, it was time of both, and for his family, it's time of both facing the gravity of the situation and celebrating and embracing that something could be done and something was done. That's how I look at Advent. Advent is a time to be aware of our dire situation, but also celebrating. That something was done. There was a cure. And that cure, once again, we say every Sunday. The Son of God came down from heaven by the power of the Holy Spirit and became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. He was Emmanuel, God with us. And for our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again according to with the scripture, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Here's the important part for us for Advent He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. It, is, it will be his Adventus. His glorious, triumphal entry. He first came to earth, our Lord first came as the defenseless infant. He will return not so defenseless. He will return in great glory. He will return as the victorious conqueror of death. That is the season of Advent. That is what we celebrate and remember during this time. But here's the thing, especially within um, the Episcopal Church, uh, the Roman Catholic Church, the Lutheran Church, all the liturgical churches, uh, it is a year, uh, this is a season that is quote-unquote penitential. And so one of the complaints that rectors hear every single year during this time is, Every other church is singing Christmas carols right now. (laughs) Listen to the radio Christmas carols. And what are we doing? We're not doing that. And you can really think about it. In some ways, people are saying, you know what? This is just a huge marketing mistake. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel that. That's why, though, I am so thankful for that beautiful hymn that we do often sing during Advent, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. What a beautiful song. It's a a song about ancient Israel's longing for a Messiah while at the same time we are preparing for his return. All right, so hopefully all of you got uh, little cards. All right, got these cards? All right. This is, the, this is the fun part. I know it's penitential, but we're going to have fun. Each uh, uh, in o Come, o Come, Emmanuel. Each antiphon focuses on a different name of Jesus. You got it here. You got it in English. If you look at the hymnal, uh, it's, the first one is O Wisdom from on high, O Great Lord of Might, O Branch of Jesse's stem, O King of David. You got the point. You got it. Um, each one of these names is biblical titles for the Messiah. This was written in Latin. All right, so I was kind enough to give you the titles, the name of uh, Jesus, the Messiah, in Latin. Sapientia, Adonai, Grevex, Jesse, Clavis David, Oriens, Lex Henatium, Emmanuel. All the different titles. When you read through the... uh, not, Not as we read, as we sing the song, this hymn we're talking about the birth of Jesus. But those Latin writers, they are very clever. It's an acrostic. And I highlighted the first uh, letter of each title of Jesus. When we sing it, we're talking about the birth of Jesus. But when you do it in reverse, look at those first words. You come with cross, which means, I will be present tomorrow. And if you don't, you don't have to remember it because I put it on the back for you. <laughs> I will be present with, uh, with you tomorrow. I will be present tomorrow. It is those Jesus is saying in the song. Uh, he's saying Veni, Vidi, Vici. I came, I saw, I conquered. He's not only saying that in the song, but he's also saying, I will return. Or for my Arnold Schwarzenegger fans, he's saying, I'll be back. Jesus' return, as we heard in this, uh, the gospel reading today, is, um, it should not stir up fear, but should stir up excitement. And it's also a call of, to action. Because how we live and how you live your lives day to day really matters to God. Advent is a reminder that we should be in a ready state day in and day out, to be awake and ready for God. And not only for the second coming, but for the daily encounters that we will have with God. And that's, I would say, we have. We celebrate the birth, we are celebrating his return, but also it is a day to celebrate that we have uh, those daily encounters. And as a matter of fact, it's a day to celebrate that day when you first met Jesus for real. When he came into your life in a real way. But also, it is just remembering that we, he's with us day in and day out, and there will be these encounters. And Paul, in, his, uh, in this letter today, he's told us, um, let us live not in reveling drunkenness or debauchery l- 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 or All right, That's what Paul is telling us to do. He's, uh, Paul's not being a scrooge. He's not being a downer. He's not being a killjoy. He's pointing us to the right direction. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Paul saying put on the armor of light. Day in and day out. Do not gratify the flesh of uh, the desires of the flesh. He's not only talking about the essential desires, that's what everyone seems to think about, but he's talking about all those things within us, these impulsive desires that arise in us. The desire for revenge. Desire for wealth. desire to prove others wrong. Or to prove ourselves right. Desires that seem important to others. Paul saying, put those away. Put on the armor of light. And catch those glimpses of God every single day. Be aware that he's God with us. That he is Emmanuel. Catch those fleeting glimpses of, of him every day in the embrace of a child, in the embrace of a friend, in the song of a bird, in the beauty of a sunrise or a sunset, in those opportunities that we have day in and day out to share with others, to serve others, to share God's love. Paul's telling us, put that on. Put away those other desires. Put on the armor of light. So I'll end with this. How does your calendar look between now and Christmas? What do these next four weeks look like for you? Is it, a, is it four weeks of a jumble of must must-dos? Must go shopping? Ordering, wrapping, especially this weekend. We're in that uh, sacred time of being between Black Friday and Cy- Cyber Monday, right? <laughs> Got to get those sales. Got to make sure we catch them all. It's a time of yeah, wrapping, shipping, making those Christmas cards, getting the photo, commanding to figure out what the, which pictures to put in, what message to put there, what to share, and then the really hard part. Who's going to get these cards, right? Design. Who's going to they're going to be sent to? There's trees to be bought and trees to be decorated, homes to be decorated, baking cookies, planning dinners—not only for Christmas, but for the whole uh, the whole next four weeks. There are Christmas concerts. There's Christmas shows. There's uh, school programs. There's office Christmas parties. And maybe if you're like my family. There's a December birthday to throw in the mix with all of this. (laughs) Advent encourages us to slow down and tells us, you must do none of those things. You don't have to do all those things. They're not must. Slow down for thoughtful reflection and preparation not only for Christmas Day, but for his return. And not only for his return, but for daily encounters with him, to be aware that he's with you at all times. It is a season to celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. When we remember that our Lord came, It's a reminder to be vigilant of his return. And it's a season to be aware that he's with us daily. And so, my friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, may your lives be lives that are song to him that goes something like this. O come, O come, Emmanuel. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another. Forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And with gratitude in your heart, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you now and forever. Amen. Amen.